For every kind soul you meet with a beautiful story to tell, may you know that you are worthy of being seen that way as well. Morgan Harper Nichols. The Small Queen of Podcast, Episode 21. Welcome back to the Small Queen of Podcast. I am the host, Leah Graham. Thank you for tuning in. Here on the Small Queen of Podcast, it's all about helping you move the needle in your life from surviving to thriving so you can create that big, bold, beautiful, inspiring queendom in your life. Listen, I believe that you are kind and strong. I believe that you are capable and compassionate. And I believe that you are talented and worthy. So it's time that we start acting like it, okay? Let's kick off the episode with our review of the week. Today's review was left over on iTunes. It's called Relatable Mama, and it's by OMG, it's Mrs. Wathan. And she says, I'm a 31-year-old wife, mama bear, and counselor who is currently on maternity leave with her newborn twins and toddler. I happened upon your podcast through following you on Instagram. I remember Leah as an accompanist with Community Choir, so I'm so happy to support and give a local mama a listen. I will be listening to all of your podcasts and catching up while feeding my infants. Leah is relatable, calming to listen to, and made me feel that although I was listening to her on a podcast, she was talking to me personally. I look forward to more. Thank you so much for that that review. Oh my goodness, it made my day. It totally made my day. I love it when reviews let me know what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast. This was not left in in a review, but it was left on a message for me. And I also wanted to share that my friend Lauren let me know that she was listening to my podcast while she was driving very late at night in rural Michigan after teaching an essential oil class. And she had my podcast on and she was in her a rental car and she was pulled over for speeding and she could not figure out how to get the podcast to turn off. So while the police officer was speaking to her, my podcast and my voice was blaring in the background. <laughs> Finally, she just turned off her entire phone to get it to be quiet. Thankfully, the police officer let her get back on her way and even told her to turn back on the podcast. <laughs> So thank you to everyone who has left a review and for all of the super fun messages that I receive about feedback on my podcast. It truly makes my day and I just love the community and the sense of friendship that we are cultivating here in the Small Queen of Podcast community. I've come up with a little bit of an idea and I wanted to run it by you. I'm thinking about having a Q&A episode uh, because I just really feel like this is a conversation and I want to be able to draw you in. So if you have a question you would like to ask me or want me to jam on a little bit on some kind of topic, uh, shoot me an email, leah, L-E-A-H, at smallqueendom.com, or you can send me a DM at smallqueendom over on Instagram. Maybe something that feels hard right now, or maybe something that you would want me to elaborate on. So if I get enough questions in, I just might have a Q&A episode just for fun. I want to go ahead and get into the topic today. The topic today is on celebration. 
And I know that you all have heard some of my story and I know that each and every one of you has a really big and beautiful story as well. And while I want us to keep telling those stories and diving into that process of healing and what that journey looks like for us all, I want us to have a little bit of perspective. And so I want us to bring in a little bit of celebration along the way. These little pit stops where we can stop and say, look how far I've come. Or, wow, I totally nailed XYZ. I am going to note this day and celebrate. Because here's the thing, I don't want us to become martyrs and get stuck in what feels like constant struggle. We need to alleviate the process of this hard life with having a little bit of celebration and joy. This constant busyness that society puts on us as uh, mothers or wives or just women in general. We have this extended burden on us and it feels like a lot of exhaustion. So I think to work our way through this mess, we can take a stop and celebrate little wins along the way. We can use that as fuel as we are in that journey of joy, purpose, and peace, okay? So to celebrate, if you look at the definition, it means to simply acknowledge a significant or happy day or just an event with some kind of social gathering or an enjoyable activity. Now, obviously you could like blare out the confetti and, you know, bake yourself a cake and that would be awesome. But it just might be as simple as doing something, you know, really small, like having that special cup of coffee or calling up a friend to let her know the great news that's going on in your life. It can be big and it can be small. I found this quote by Oprah and I think it's really great. She says, the more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. And I love that. If we are constantly asking ourselves a question, what is there to celebrate right now? Our brain will seek to find the answer. Our brain doesn't know if if something is true or not. It seeks to make it true. So when we say, well, what do I have to celebrate? What good is going on in my life? When we ask our brain a question, it seeks to find the answer. It tries to make it true. So I think it's great to think, you know, what do I have that's going good? What is a little win that I can gain some momentum in my life right now? Now, on the flip side of that, some of us have a hard time celebrating. I know for a while, really, this is kind of a new practice for me to let myself feel progress, let myself feel success, uh, to allow myself to feel a moment of of accomplishment, it's hard for me. And I don't know if it's because in my past, there was always a pattern of kind of sabotage of happy times. Um, I can think of most happy memories or accomplishments usually were followed by some kind of emotional drama, upheaval, and I'm just going to call them sabotage. So, um, so I've kind of 
learned how to dread almost a happy time because of, uh uh-oh, what's going to happen now or who's going to be unhappy or, you know, things can't be, be too good for too long. And so let's talk a little bit about sabotage. Sabotage is really any kind of underhand interference or undermining. This can be self-sabotage by you or this can be by other people. So some ideas of self-sabotage might be behaviors that could include procrastination so something doesn't get done. It could be self-medicating with alcohol or drugs or even any kind of distraction so you don't fully feel the full extent of the emotions of an experience. Um, It could also be comfort eating and it could even be things like self-harm. Also, I think self-sabotaging thinking can come with worst case scenario, um, feeling unworthy for what is happening in your life and, and needing to kind of cut yourself down at the knees. Worried that if you are happy or peace or in celebration of a moment that you're going to jinx things and it's too good to be true. Um, Worried that you won't be able to handle the success so you never quite get there or cross the line. Maybe you're worried that the pie isn't big enough to go around. So if other people have reached success or are celebrating something, that that means that you can't have it so you might as well stop where you're at. Um, sabotage from others. Let's, let's just say this. Some people will only want to see you in a struggle and they don't want to celebrate what they wouldn't do themselves. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Some people don't want to celebrate what they wouldn't do themselves. These are small minded people. These are the people that are really those wet rags on your life. Okay. Small minded people don't like when other people are trying to change their circumstance. It makes them feel uncomfortable because it makes them think, well, should I be doing something different? They may or may not should be doing something different. That's up to them. But that voice of sabotage, that voice of doubt, fear, uncertainty, you know, that will creep in. All right. So celebrate versus sabotage. Think about where you fall in this continuum. Are you prone to celebrate and to want to um, be excited about things that are happening, big or small? Or are you someone that is kind of that, you know, that negative Nancy or, you know, that Debbie Downer? Are you more on the, um, oh, this is too good to be true sabotage train? All right. Shannon Thomas says, if we don't believe we deserve things like real love, peace of mind and hope, we will subconsciously sabotage and wonder why we never have them. Did you hear what she said? If we don't believe we deserve these things, real love, success, peace, happiness, harmony, full relationships, wellness of body, mind, and spirit, whatever, fill in the blank. She says, we will subconsciously sabotage and wonder why we never have them. If you have looked around in your life and thought, why can I not get my finances in order? Why does it seem to be taking me forever to get to X, Y, Z? Why this? Why that? Could there be some self-sabotage or outside sabotage coming in that's promoting doubt in your life? But listen, 
I think that we just need to celebrate more. Remember a couple episodes ago with Betsy Balgum when we talked about the happy muscle? I think that this is where the happy muscle comes in again in celebration. So we just need to boost our celebration muscle. Our happy muscle, it needs to get a little stronger here because either we're going to need to use it to ward off sabotage from ourselves or sabotage from the people and the voices and the circumstances around us. Now, listen, sometimes something good will happen and then something tragic happens. I mean, remember life is really hard. That could be, you know, just unfortunate timing. Maybe on your birthday, something really sad happened, or maybe a loved one died on Christmas day, or I don't know, it could be a whole lot of things. Those you can't really do much about, but you can become strong and build that happy muscle against the sabotaging voices. So I am going to give you some really simple ways that you can start to infuse a routine and a sense of momentum with celebration in your life. Okay. I want you to start creating those simple wins. I truly believe that what you're looking for, you will always find. If you're looking for something to rain on your parade, it will be there. I promise. If you're looking for that silver lining, it will be there. It will. So whatever you're looking for, you will always find. And there is no expiration date on healing. And there's also no expiration date on celebration because this is your life. You get to decide how you market and bring in the joy. Celebration is truly a side effect of gratitude. When you are grateful and feel appreciation for people and yourself and the time that it took to get you to this place or that accomplishment or hitting your numbers or the fact that your baby slept four hours at night instead of three hours at night, that is just going to infuse a sense of gratitude and mindfulness and promote that beauty in your life. All right, so here are 12 simple ways that you can infuse celebration into your life on a regular basis. Listen, it doesn't have to be, you know, rocket science. You can decide how you're going to be excited about your day and feel gratitude for what's happening. So number one, something good happened, big or small, you've hit your numbers, you've stayed on track with your budget, you've paid off a debt, you, you are reaching a new milestone in parenthood. I, I just don't know what it could be. It can be anything. Number one, invite a friend over for coffee, share your good news, and use your fancy china, okay? Get out your china. You're celebrating. Number two, make a favorite dessert. Make a favorite dessert for your family. Make an extra one and give it to a neighbor and say, hey, we just had some good news. I wanted to bake you a pie. Number three, eat outside. Take a picnic somewhere fun. Go to the park, go in your front yard, wherever. I think it's really fun to eat outside. The sun will feel great and it will make you be like, you know what, this feels so good. Uh, life is really coming around. You're eating outside. Number four, dress up. Put on your favorite outfit. Number five, toast someone. If you are having a celebratory dinner and you're going out to eat or, again, that friend is coming over, 
take a moment, mark the occasion, and toast someone. Tell someone the beautiful things that you see in them. Call out that good. All right? Number six, take a selfie. Now, this one is probably like, what, Leah? OMG. But listen, me, myself, I don't take a lot of selfies. And I think that I probably could take some more. And if something good happened uh, and I feel happy about it, I want to take a picture of my face feeling happy. And I'm going to click the little heart button so I can go back and look at it and be like, see, Leah, this is, this is what you look like when you're happy. Get back to happy. <laughs> Number seven, buy some fresh flowers. Yeah, I know that some people aren't fresh flower people, but I love flowers. And so if you have maybe stuck to a goal of, I don't know, drinking your ounces of water for a whole week, or maybe you are choosing to be kind to yourself and going to the gym even when you don't feel like it, then what the heck? Go buy yourself some fresh flowers because you deserve it. All right, the next one, paint your front door or mailbox a new color. You know, just change that environment. Say something good has happened. I'm, I'm creating a change to reflect it. I know that sounds silly, but this is because I am actually going to be painting my front door a new color because I thought, you know what? New season, new changes. I'm painting my front door because why not? Next one, wear some lipstick or put on your favorite pair of earrings just because. You know, I have this big dangly pair of earrings that I love. I also have a, a sparkly pair of earrings that look like confetti. And I'm like, sometimes I put them on because it just feels good. All right. The next one, uh, finish up work a little early on the day that something good happens because it's your moment to rest and to experience, um, that feeling of satisfaction. So put your computer down, uh, turn off the email and just say, you know what? I'm taking a rest. I'm going to appreciate this moment that I worked so hard to achieve. Take a bath, turn on your favorite Spotify playlist in the background, and daydream more about other ways you're going to win and celebrate. Remember, where our focus goes, our energy flows. So if we're focusing on these wins and celebrating, then that is where our energy is going to go. When we ask our brains the question, how am I going to celebrate right now? What good is going on in my life? How can I feel more gratitude in this moment? Our brain will seek to find the answer. I even came up with a couple quick affirmations that you can say to yourself if that's something that you like. I have been really trying to um, take a deep breath, especially during stressful times. Uh, and I've been uh, working to say positive things to myself. So one thing um, to mark a moment of celebration is I get quiet for a minute and I say something like, my hard work has paid off. Or this is a sign of my healing because X, Y, Z. Or another one is I am able to achieve what I put my mind to. Things work out for my good. I give myself permission to be excited in this moment. I give myself time to celebrate even the little wins. And so just as you are starting to create more celebration in your life, I also want you to look around you and find things to celebrate in the lives of the people that you love, in your family and in your friends. Because listen, the more that we can learn to celebrate each other, I just, I can't tell you how that will create a sense of abundance in your life. If you think that the pie is only so big and when other people get 
success that they are taking from that pie and it's taking away from you, that is a really a scarcity mindset, an abundance mindset, and one that wants to promote celebration and community and um, just really rallying together and believe that that pie gets bigger. You believe that your candle loses nothing by lighting another candle around you, okay? We are meant for relationships. We are meant for encouraging one another. So as you are starting to create more celebration in your life, you will look around and call out the good and celebrate whatever's happening good in your friend's life. All right, I have a few things I've been digging lately. One of the things that I've been really into lately is dry brushing. If you don't know what this is, it's basically where you use a natural bristle brush on your skin and an upward um, stroking motion from you know, your ankles, all the way up your legs, over your torso and your arms. And what this does is it helps to remove dead skin cells and it also helps to move the lymphatic system um, so your body can actively uh, remove toxins and work through waste products. And it just helps to create circulation and helps um, with reduce the appearance of cellulite. And it's just so good overall for your body and the detoxification system of what's going on there. And I've been, I've been dry brushing more consistently and I just, I love it. I can tell um, a smoother appearance on my skin and I just, I love that kind of stuff. If you want to know more about that, I have a Pinterest board called Detox Your Life over on Pinterest. You can find me um, at Small Queendom. I'm over there and I've been, yeah, I've been loving dry brushing. Does anyone else dry brush? Let me know if you do. It's a great thing to do before you get in the shower um, a couple times a week. And it's just these little routines that will create this, um, this overall picture of health in your life, okay? All right, a couple days ago, I did a post about a diffuser blend I've been really jamming on, and it's equal parts of cedarwood and juniper berry in your diffuser. I love this blend because it reminds me of my first convention I ever went to with doTERRA, but it just plain smells great. And here's what these oils do. So emotionally, juniper berry is... Um, wonderful for helping you feel courageous, helping you dream, help you be uh, self-aware and feel protected. And cedarwood is that oil of community. So it's going to really help you um, feel connected, feel that sense of true belonging, feel supported, um, just really uh, deep in those social bonds, feel neighborly and experience joy in your relationships. So it's just this great blend that I've been loving. And I've also really been enjoying the works of the poet Morgan Harper Nichols. That first piece that you heard at the beginning of the podcast was by Morgan. Um, her words just have this um, effervescence of hope, of joy, of just genuine spirit about her. So she's over on Instagram at Morgan Harper Nichols. Uh, you just really check her out. She's over on Pinterest as well. So you can save her quotes. I wanted to read another quote to you in closing. I hope you come alive whenever you're traveling to beautiful and far off destinations. And I hope you also come alive in living rooms and heartfelt conversations, because I promise you, Light is shining there too. In all that is subtle and all that is grand, I hope you come alive fully present whenever you can. That's all I have today, friends.